morning. Checks and balances of mental illness. This is Ron Ziegler with the Mental Health Hour here in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Uh, I'm doing all right as ex- be expected. I have end-stage renal disease, kidney failure, congenitive heart failure. And I was notified yesterday by all my doctors. They are no longer taking care of me. I'm under hospice complete care now. 24-7 hospice care. And what that means is it's coming to that time where it's coming to a close for me. In other words, I'm, I'm pretty much almost out of here. And um, my doctors uh, notified me yesterday that they will no longer be taking care of me after 25 years of service. And now hospice is taking over because they are now power of attorney over me. Which is okay with me, which is what I wanted. And um, they told me yesterday not to worry about anything anymore on the outside world. In other words, whatever affairs that I had on the outside, it's over. Everything is done. And uh, nobody can touch me or come near me or cause me any grief or cause my wife any grief. Because the reality is I'm dying of kidney failure. But I had a good life. I was... I had extra time on this earth. I had one month, one year and three months after no dialysis. And usually not many people make it after ten days. I made it a year and three months later. And maybe I'll have a couple more months on my belt. I don't know. But in the meantime... The hospice people have completely taken over all my human affairs, including my doctor's care. I have new doctors now that are in hospice, and they are taking complete care of me. Even psychologists and psychiatrists. I have new psychiatrist I see t- uh, tomorrow, and a new psychologist. Oh, I'll still keep in touch with the original ones, my Dr. Don and Dr. Higgins. <coughs> I'll still keep in touch with them until the time I can't talk to anybody anymore, which will be in a later date because I'll be confined to to home. I'll be confined to my home. And uh, I'm waiting for a referral to go into a nursing home. And I'll know sometime this week on when that's going to take place. Because they don't want me to go through this with uh, Brenda seeing this uh, aftermath of my death. They don't think Brenda can handle it after I go. They think she's going to snap. And they want her to get professional counseling. So uh, I set up a grievance uh, counselors for her around the clock once the time happens. Through my pastor Jack and through uh, through other pastors that I know, and through the counseling of the uh, the uh, grievance uh, doctors at the hospice, and when I'm in the nursing home, my wife can stay with me in the nursing home. She doesn't have to be separate from me, and I can also bring my little dog with me if need to. My little sort as a service animal, and. Um, you know, I 
considering what I've been through in the past 10 years, I've had a good life. I had a beautiful lady at my side. How much more can I have? I had to, this lady has been at my side through thick and thin. Through the name calling that I did to her, through the brow beating, through the the emotional abuse I put her through, and she still stood at my side and loved me. And uh, this little woman is a saint. She deserves to get sainthood <laughs> for putting up with this jackass of a husband that she's had for 23 years. And I put her through some shit. And I put her through some shit. And uh, she still stayed with me. I thought by telling her that I wear women's underwear would turn her off. It actually made her kind of excited. <laughs> and then find out I had prettier colors than she did. It made her mad. <laughs> but uh, I still have a pretty lady at my side. And I have always thought I was going to be a loner. Because I was always kind of like a loner type person in school. I was a nerd. I was a... People, guys wanted to go play football. I wanted to play with little dolls. Little army men. Little little figurines and little Mago figures. Instead of playing football or, or soccer or, or vo volleyball or baseball or any of those sports. I was not a sports person. Now my wife, on the other hand, if she was a male, she'd be dangerous because... That woman can tell you anything you want to know about sports because she grew up on sports. And this woman is very smart, very intellectual lady, and very smart and gifted. And uh, I told her, I said, I want you to find somebody ten times better than me and to forget about me once you, once you find someone else. I want you to have a happier life. And she will. She'll find somebody that will love her even better than I. And I know that's coming down too, so. And I told her, I said, I want you to be happy. I want you to remember me. Keep a few of my DVDs, like your, like the shows that I like to watch. <coughs> and and um, enjoy life. And uh, whatever you don't want, give to my friends. And let them take it. And make sure my nephew gets my TV set in the living room, the big one. He's earned that. That little guy been through hell on earth. So he, I want him to have a nice gift from Uncle Ron. So but the reality is I'm dying, everyone. And people are fighting with me on social media saying I'm not dying. I said, well, are you a doctor? All right, do you have a medical degree? And they said, no. I go, well, then shut your pie hole. <laughs> if you don't have a medical degree, what you arguing with me for you? You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You don't know my blood work. You don't know what's going on in my in my body and my chemistry. I don't even know what's going on in there. All I know is that I'm very sick and I, I have a very bad uh, situation going on with no kidneys. My kidneys are not functioning. And I posted on Facebook the other day all the medicines that I take because I want people to realize I am a sick individual with all this shit going on. And I tell you, these medicines do become a drain. My nurse took off today because she wasn't feeling good. She 
had a migraine headache, so she said, I'm sorry, Ron. I said, that's okay. Uh, I'll videotape you Friday. <laughs> so she said, okay. I like videotaping my nurse. I like giving her fame. Uh, you know, that's another reason why I'm still alive, because that beautiful lady comes every every day now and takes care of me. So she won't be here today, so I have a substitute coming, probably. But, um, I'm okay. I mean, my life, I'm 57 years old. I had a good life. I had this pretty lady at my side for everything... I just, she saw me drunk, saw me sober, and yet she still stood at my side. She was there with me through thick and thin. I'm telling you, this lady is gold for what she put me, what I put her through. And she, she's resting right now because she's been up all night worrying about me. And I was spazzing, and I was having spasms, and uh, I, I was. Uh, Bleeding again in my right ear because of my blood pressure. And uh, I'm a little nervous about the change with doctors, but I'm okay. My, one of my, my, the only doctor that stayed on was the foot doctor. My doctor, the doctor who uh, referred me to hospice, who got me the referral to go into hospice. And I thank him for that. Thank you, Dr. Branley, for doing that for me. And my doctors are my friends. I mean, they have become my family, and uh, they 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 hear my they hear my bullshit all the time, and uh, they 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 like the way I I handle myself and my situations with, with the dignity of my human spirit. And uh, I'm a fighter. I'm not a quitter. And I kept on going with perseverance. My pastor said in church Sunday, Ron's too ornery to die and too stubborn to be killed, just like the guy on Ironside. And Ron is like Ironside also, because he's also in a wheelchair. So, you know, when you fight for life, you fight. And every single time I fight, I always end up winning in the long run. For some ungodly reason, I win all the time. And I'm winning every situation I'm in now. Ha ha. Ah, love covers a multitude of sins, as they say. And God's grace is upon me because he's forgiven me through his son. Without his son, I'd be a, a lost soul. And um, I'm dying, everyone. I'm dying and I'm getting ready to go be walking with God very soon. And if I can leave a legacy behind, it would be the reality. I am well and I have no spells and I'm not an ill. And my life meant something to me. And then I had a lady in my life that cared enough for this wretched, filthy rag of a soulless human being, myself. And um, I hated myself for a long time. And then my wife turned around and came into my life and wanted to love me. What happened when she first met me in 1979, I was trying to touch her sister's ass. 
and I, we were going out the church door, and she called me an asshole. Well, the pastor said, that asshole could be your husband, and sure enough, 33 years later, we became husband and wife, and the uh, best friend I ever had in my entire life. She has one, one bad problem, though, one bad frailty. She snores and wakes me up at 2 or 3 in the morning. <laughs> I mean, literally wakes me up. Uh, that's my neighbor. He's uh, cutting our, our lawn, so. Boy, he gets up early. Whew. I get up early, too, because I can't sleep anymore because I'm, I'm spazzing out with spasms. And uh, my wife hears me moan, and I freak her out during the during the sessions of my moaning. Yeah, so, oh man! And then I got I'm gonna go to church tomorrow night and and uh, see my friends and all my lady friends at church, and I got a lot of pretty ladies that that like me. I don't know why they like me. And the lady says, I know why I like you. I said, oh, yeah, why do you like me? She goes, when you were bending over the other day, you were wearing lacy panties. I go, now don't tell everybody my story. Those are my panties. Can I have any dignity with that? And she started laughing, and I had her laughing. And I had everybody in the room laughing. And I said, you know, when you're diagnosed with bipolar schizoaffect, it's a very rough decision to make when to, what to do with your lifestyle. I could have lived a gay lifestyle, but I decided I wanted to have a lady at my side, and I'm glad I picked my wife that I have. I wouldn't want no other friend in my life other than my lady that I have now. And I love my wife very, very much. She's the golden trophy of my life. And I mounted her. <laughs> and I mounted her pretty good too. And uh, and she's a she's a good lady to to love. And uh, anybody that gets her after me is gonna be a very lucky man. Cause she's worth having. Every moment, every bad and good, she was great. And uh, she doesn't know how to cook very well, but uh, she's learning. I taught her a few things because I was the cook in the house. You know, I used to have people over out on the holidays, and I would cook for Thanksgiving. I would cook for cook for uh, um, people with handicapped people with handicap problems, and I would cook, and I'd have like 15, 20 people over, and they'd go, "Ron, where'd you learn how to cook?" I go, "The Channel Two guy." He'd come on every day and uh, on Channel 2 and show, show me how to cook. And I would watch him how to cook. Kind of like the painter. When there would be a painter, come on, see it, show me how to paint. Sometimes I envy painters that could paint so well. I, could only, I can only do abstract artwork. I wish I could have drawn people. Now, now I envied Brenda's brother, uh, Scott, because he... He he could he could draw people and he could draw anything he could draw anything people places dogs you name it he could, cats uh, anything he he was a good artist and he would also make sculptures of political people and he was really good at that and and 
His mental illness kicked in and it terrorized him for, for three years before he killed his uh, mom. And my wife wants to keep this house, but she knows she can't. She has to go live with her brother in another state, the other brother. And she'll be doing fine over there. When I die, I'm going to be taken out of here and put in Neptune Society and cremated. And they'll prepare a memorial service for me and have me thrown over in, a, in, in the uh, ocean. And my mom's trying to make arrangements to come down and see Brenda. But I told her, don't bring anybody that is in my enemies or you will not be allowed in the church. I made that quite clear to mom. Do not bring anybody over that that gave me any grief. And that means the thief in, the, in my home that I took in that robbed me. And uh, we had a little bit of a fight about that. And I said, if you try to bring her into the church, there'll be a fight between Brenda and her. And Brenda will tell her where to go. And my pastor said, well, I'll just make sure that they don't come in if she does that. So... That's what's gonna happen if you if you're an enemy of me and you come to my my funeral, you will be escorted out by my doctors. All my doctors will be there, even my psychiatrist and even my police officer friends that that are going to be there, that known me for years, and um, they're very they're very proud of me the way I've handled my situation, and I'm glad I didn't end up in trouble. I never. Never was going to get in trouble to begin with, but it, it was a pain in the ass to go through all this, all this shit that I went through. So, on that note, I've had a good life. I can't complain. I had everything taken from me, and I have everything given back to me. It's His grace. His grace is sufficient for me. And thank you for all the beautiful people tuning in to listen to me. 1.2 million people now following me on Anchor. Oh my goodness gracious, what a blessing. What a blessing to, to have all such a wonderful group of people that want to know this filthy rag in my humanity. I'm no different than anybody else while well, I do have mental illness. Occasionally I'll see things or hear things and Give them over to the care of God as I understand them. <laughs> so, it is what it is. And the reality of my light and darkness of mental health, I do have a dark passenger. It's the Republican Party. But, um, I'm okay. I'm okay in the, in the light of being a Democrat. I am a Democrat. I'm a ultra blue. I believe in a woman's right to choose. I believe a woman should have a right to do what she wants. It's her body. And man should not tell a woman what to do with her body. Man should butt out. Man should go climb a tree. And if I was that woman regarding that uh, abortion issue and supported abortion, I would not give my husband any sex for about five years for what they put you through by not having that abortion. You have a right to have an abortion. You have a right to protect your body. And I'll tell you one thing. I'm probably going to get a lot of heat for that. But 
That's how I feel and how I believe. I would not want somebody to have my gene and come into this world all mentally fucked up. And uh, that's what happened to me. I was I came into this world mentally challenged and uh, had a history of mental health. But I'm okay now. I mean, I'm towards the end of my life and I had a good life considering what I've been through. Hell on earth. And the reality is I'm well and I'm not in hell and I have no spells. And all my human affairs will be finished by the time I go home. And they'll all be in my favor too, by the way. And my enemies will always be my footstool. You know why? Because of their own decisions that they made regarding the situations that they're in. That's why they'll always be the enemies of my life and my footstool. Oh, I forgave them. I mean, they can go on with their lives. I would prefer them to have salvation. I mean, my flesh wants them dead, but my spirit wants them to have salvation. I'm honest. I'm human. I'm in my flesh. Let me live. But the reality of my flesh. I'm angry because of what I did go through. I, I'm angry because of the things that were stolen from me. I had stuff stolen from me that I kept for decades. Gone. Stolen. Never going to have ever again. Till I go to heaven and see all my stuff that was stolen. Um, I'm... I can never help another human being out again by letting him stay in my home. Him or her. If you are homeless, you can go to Broward Outreach or you can go to your church and ask for help. That's how I see things. And um, I hope everyone will have a, a good day today. I hope they had a good Labor Day weekend. Um, anyway, I'm... I'm going to go rest now and take care of myself and and just enjoy the rest of the day with my wife. And be well. Have no spells and stay the hell out of hell. If you're suicide, call 1-800-SUICIDE or 211 for help for Broward. If you have a psychological problem, my suggestion, talk to somebody, a counselor. Don't talk to a normal person because they could lead you the wrong way. Uh, talk to somebody who supports people that are on medication, not the ones that don't. Uh, support people that that need help in mental health and make sure they get it. And make sure you get yourself some professional help if you're sick. Because you'll do yourself a favor and society a favor. Get yourself some professional help. Alright, thank you all for tuning in and have a good day. I'm going to go uh, watch some TV now. Bye now.